peace, love, and more like. Yeah, we back once again. We are back once again. This is the Third Eye High Podcast. I am your host, JF Bay. And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. And you know, Third Eye High, we deal with a higher consciousness of flyer culture. As we continue on with the 40-day Grand Ascension, this is the 40-day Grand Ascension. We are on day 20, right? We're halfway through the 40-day Grand Ascension. And how I set it up, we got 20 spiritual downloads for your lower self and 20 spiritual downloads for your higher self. When you combine them, we have the 40-day Grand Ascension, right? As Moses was moving around in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, right? That 40 is all significant, right? So we're going to really go into the esoteric teachings and revisit some of the scripture, right? We go into a lot of the religious books. We go into the Holy Bible. We go into the Quran. We go into the Torah. Of course, we go into that circle seven. Peace be upon the prophet, noble Juali. And we go through the Book of Mormons right now. Throughout this series, I go through a lot of the religious books just to pull the spiritual light out of the books to show you that all the books were saying the same thing, to teach you to master the heaven and hell that exists within your temple, higher self, lower self. So today's build, we got a powerful one today, right? Powerful one. And I encourage everyone to get this spiritual download and the power of the 40 day grand ascension, uh, you can listen to these uh, downloads in any order, right? Any order you might need a certain vibration to help raise your vibration, you can listen, you know? So there's gonna be an audio book coming out later this year, as well as the print. So now you can go back to these uh, spiritual vibrations at any time. And of course, the audio version on the podcast. But today's build, the 40 Day Grand Ascension, day 20, mind your business. Mind your business, right? <laughs> Mind your business, your business. If you, you know, you're from the hood and it comes across a different way. But you ever notice how the ancestors, you know, used to tell you, Mind your business, right? Mind your business, mind your business. And we would take that as a negative connotation, right? It was like where you were being nosy or you were you were putting your two cents in where it didn't belong or that whole concept of mind your business. We're going to get into that because it's really an affirmation of the soul, right? Because the creator wants you to do just that when you get here. Now, let's look at the play on the words. So we're saying mind your business. Now, what's in your mind is your business. What's in your mind, in fact, is God's business. So what's on God's mind? Is God minding his business? See, the things we focus on, they manifest. So now, if you mind your business, right? Just think of like a mind, like, like you're mining for something, right? Think of how, how much work is put into mining, right? Someone that works in a coal mine, right? And and the whole point of the coal mining, a lot of times they're trying to reap a diamond, right? And that pressure turns certain pieces of coal into diamonds, right? So we're talking about this process 
that there's a lot of work that goes into mining the diamonds that are in your mind, right? So if you mine your business, you're mining the diamonds that are in your mind, right? Those thoughts that are of wealth, right? Those thoughts that create the riches that you want in your world. So now look at this. When you mine your business, so you're mining your business in terms of you're keeping in mind things that are on your mind and you value the things that are on your mind so they should only be of your highest vibration, your highest intention. So now if you're mining, you're putting in this work. First God gives you the divine spark to where you have that divine thought, but then you have to cultivate that thought, protect that thought to manifest that thought in this 3D reality, right? Because everything that you look around and you see that you can touch in this 3D reality started from the mind. So it was a piece of coal, right? A thought can be a piece of coal. Now a negative thought stays a piece of coal, but a positive thought that's reinforced with more positive action becomes that diamond that you're looking for, that diamond that you're seeking out. So now look at this mind concept. Mind your business. So are you mining your business today? Are you cultivating those thoughts that you want to manifest to turn into things of your physical existence? So now we're going to tap into that wealth of spiritual money, right? That That's flowing in everyone's mind because your thoughts create things. Your thoughts are currency, right? Just like your thoughts are currency, meaning energy, your thoughts can also create things that can generate currency on a monetary scale. So we're going to look at this, this concept of mining your business. But then I want to flip it, right? Because we're going we're gonna to deal with these double entendres. So what if you had to mine your business? What you talking about, brother? So what if you could mine your business? Mm, mind your business. What is this guy talking about? Now, let's look at the definition of a mime. Now, many of us know what a mime is, right? A mime is like those people you see with the white gloves and the paint on their face, and, and they don't they don't move. I mean, they don't speak, but they make moves. So when I'm saying in the concept of mining your business, why don't you mime your business? <laughs> it sounds like mind your business, right? But a mime makes moves without telling anybody. So in the terms of you wanting to manifest your gifts and to bring your stuff into this reality, sometimes you got to mind your business. Then other times you got to mind your business. Now to mind your business is to make moves without letting people know you moving, right? They know you moving because they can, they can feel the energy that you're conjuring up. So a lot of times you don't got to speak on the moves you're making. Sometimes you got to just mind your business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like a mind. You got to mind your business. You, you can't speak on it. You just got to make moves and let people see you make the moves. So in the concept of mind your business, right? In terms of protecting the thoughts that are in the mind, that's mining your business. But then mining your business in terms of 
coal mining, right? So the process of mining, the process or industry of obtaining coal or other minerals from a mine, right? So now an excavation in the earth for extracting coal or other minerals. Definition two, a type of bomb placed on or just below the surface of the ground or in the water that detonates when distributed by a person. So now, you ever heard of a landmine, right? A landmine. You could step on a landmine and it could injure you, right? A landmine can be explosive. So in the same presence of someone's thoughts, a negative thought could explode in your world. Or someone's negative thoughts could latch on to you. You could step into their landmine, right, of negativity. So a lot of this stuff can be avoided just by mining your business, <laughs> right? And what's important to God? The thoughts that are on God's mind. And this is what the Creator wants you to do. The Creator wants you to mine your business. Now, in the, in the sense of being a mime, when I say mime your business, that means make moves and don't say nothing about it. Don't tell people about your moves. Don't announce them. Just make moves and don't speak on it. So a mime is a theoretical technique of suggesting action, character, or emotion without words or using only gestures, expressions, and movements. So a lot of times the creator's telling you the things you want to manifest, you just got to get that energy in motion. You just got to start moving. You, you, you can't even figure out how it's going to get done. You just got to know it's going to get done. And you got to start moving accordingly. So when you mind your business, you make moves and don't tell nobody about it. You just make moves. Now, when you're mining your business, you know that these thoughts can be a negative thought or a positive thought. That's that coal that you mine and turn into a diamond all by mining. But it all starts from mining your business. And that's that intense focus that you got to have when you focus on the things you want to manifest and you don't focus on the shit that you don't want to manifest. And this build is, is very important today. So it's all about mining or mining your business. But as I said, this is the plight that the creator wanted us all to take. So I want to go through some of the scriptures, right? To, to show you these spiritual vibrations that are hidden into the book. That if you adopted these vibrations, you can help to raise your vibration. Because that's what the books were here to do. It wasn't for you to be out here religious gangbanging. None of that. That was never the intention of the books. So now, let's go to Theologians, right? First Theologians, chapter 4, verse 11. And that ye study to be quiet. And that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we command you. Hmm. Pay attention to that. And that ye study to be quiet. So the creator saying you got to study to be quiet. Remember he said, just be still and know that I'm God. We're talking about that supreme meditation. And a lot of times meditation comes with practice. Right. It's not easy to just empty the mind. Right. Because the mind is constantly running. You know what I'm saying? The mind is constantly running. But with practice, you can focus the mind and focus on what you're mining. And you focus on what you're mining by mining your business. 
and you mind God's business because what's on your mind is God's business. So tend to God's business. This is powerful. And that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands. See, a workman is worthy of his hire, right? As the book say. But everything that you build with your own hands, you become a co-creator with the creator. See, we're all here to build up our temple, right? We're all here to build up our temple. Now, you can come to do one of two things, build or destroy. Now, a lot of us come to destroy, but many of us come to build. Now, you can be inspired by watching someone else build, but if you stand there too long watching someone else build, you waste the time that it takes for you to build your own temple. So it's all about you minding your own business. You got to focus on the things that you're here to do. Focus on the things that you're here to build. So now, let's go to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 17. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 17. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. So think of this concept. All of the people that run around gossiping and a lot of the celebrities' lights are bright because they steal your energy. You, you, you inadvertently give your energy to these celebrities so now their star shines brighter. All the while, your light is dimming. This is why most of us are stuck on social media all the time and you know because our day-to-day -day life isn't as bright as we want it to be. So we, we look towards the, the, the celebrities' lifestyle. We look towards all of the shit that they're building all the while the things that we were set out to build initially it's like a construction site that that never gets you know attention you know what i'm saying and, and eventually your project never gets off the ground a lot of us you know we have hidden talents and a lot of projects that we set out with good intention but after the motivation when the motivation wanes and sometimes you're not always inspired that discipline has to kick in right when we become disciplined we stay consistent with building the temple, right? Because the first day you might be excited about what you're trying to build and then you look around and nobody's there to help you build. But, but this is your temple to build. That's why he's saying you got to do this with your own hands. But if you out here meddling with strife and, you know, giving all your energy to other people's problems and other people's situations and other people's projects... You cease to give that energy to your projects and nothing gets off the ground. See, we are of the creator, are we not? Are we not children of the most high? So if we are of the creator, we have the same power of the creator to create. And that's what we're here to do, to create. Now, you could run around criticizing or you could start creating. I said you could run around criticizing or you could start creating. Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 13. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 13. And with all thy learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers 
also and busybodies, speaking things which they ought not. Man, the Bible said, stop snitching. <laughs> Even the Bible verse told you niggas to stop snitching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But just look at all the people that are gossiping and telling other people's business and they have no business. Right? Most people are criticizing what other people are building because they're not building. And a lot of times you don't need an actual building to start building. Right? Because the temple is not physical. So esoteric. The temple is of a spiritual nature. But but just think of that. Most people are busybodies. You know what I'm saying? They look like they, they got everything going on, but they know about everybody else's business. Now, now it's cool to be informed and to be in the know. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, you got to know what's going on around you in your world. But I'm saying if you make it your business to be in everyone else's business, that's not the business that pays you. Unless you work for TMZ, you know what I'm saying? They seem to, to, to make it a, a lucrative, you know, opportunity for themselves to be in everybody's business, to be the first one to chatty patty and, you know, gossip and shit. But, but even the Bible is telling you, you shouldn't be out here being idle, right? Because what they say, an idle mind is the devil's workshop. Because if, if God's not occupying the kingdom of heaven, if God's not in your temple, right? Meaning you're not thinking of stuff of your highest nature, your highest good manifesting. If God is not on your mind and the things that God put you here to do is not on your mind, then you're going to be invested in stuff of the ego. You're going to be invested in tearing down someone else's temple. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us invest in gossip because it's like, yo, I'm having a bad day, but I would love to hear about somebody's worst day. And this is why, you know, the tabloids and the you know celebrity reality shows, all that shit is popular because everyone's day-to-day -day seems so boring. So you rather invest your time in a scripted reality, right? Reality TV ain't nothing real about that shit. But yet we kind of mirror our lives and compare our lives to the shit we see on the TV. But to understand this, you, you have to have something of value in your mind. And this is where that meditation comes in. Just be still and know that I'm God. See, negative energy is, is just a negative current. So sometimes you got to let that current pass. You got to let it flow. Just like water flows. And that comes with practice. That's why the creator says, and that ye study to be quiet. You got to study to be quiet. Because the hardest thing to do in this reality is to listen. So what does the book say? Quick to listen. Slow to speak, slow to anger. Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Now, there's a lot of things in our reality that might pull on that frequency that causes us to get angry, to get enraged. But you have to understand that notice when you get angry that half the times you can't even collect your thoughts. Shit is just popping off the rail because that's an extreme low vibration. It's a frequency. And some people feed off of that. So people will try to set a landmine an emotional landmine and wait for you to step on it so they can usurp your energy. I'm going to get this person angry. So my day feels better because the person might have been fucking angry since they got out the bed. But now they want to get another person angry so they transfer that energy. And you got to be wary of energy, energy vampires because they're everywhere. But the more you harness and get in touch with your energy, you can see when someone's trying to siphon your energy. Converted. 
So understand that them times when we find ourselves being idle, we be in our head thinking of the worst scenarios possible. But remember, you're the director of your own movie. So if you write that script, that script is going to play out. And that's how this thing works. So you have to mind your business. And what is your business? The thoughts that you generate out of the temple, the kingdom of heaven. Let's go to John. John chapter 21, verse 20 and 22. Then Peter turned about, seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which also learned on his, which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayed thee? Now remember, they were speaking of the Last Supper and they were talking about the Judas character, right? Now it's crazy because that Last Supper represents what? That Last Supper represents that feast of the soul, right? That was that last spiritual dinner where the Creator was given the daily bread to the other versions of himself, the other Christ-like figures, because we all represent different characters in the Bible at different stages of our spiritual vibration. So they're asking like, yo, so who's one of the guys that's going to turn you in? Remember, Christ is sitting at the table and he already said, I already know who's going to turn me in. The Last Supper was telling you, yo, I'm about to leave this physical. But the creator was telling all of the disciples, this is the point where you no longer follow me. This is where you get off. In fact, you're not going to follow God. This is your time to become God. But you can't become God if you're not focusing on the mission God has for you here. And the mission for all of us is to free the soul from physical bondage. Not to not to go window shopping for the ego. Not to get all the shit that the ego wants. Because the ego is never going to be satisfied. But the soul has a particular list of things that it's here to get. To wake itself up to get back to the God self. And that's your business. That's why elders used to tell you, mind your business. Mind your business or mind your business as in a coal mine to reap that diamond. Or you could mime your business, right? You know, the mimes that make moves, but they don't speak. To show the universe that you sincerely believe in what you're trying to manifest, sometimes you got to make moves and don't say nothing. You just got to get busy. You just got to mind your business or mime your business. Continue on, Theologian chapter 4, verse 11 through 12. And that ye study to be quiet. Oh, that was the top one I just read. And to mind your own business, right? And to do your work with your own hands. Let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 14, verse 4. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or fallen. Ye he, ye he shall be holding up. For God is able to make him stand. I like this one here. Who art thou that judgeth another man's servant? So just think of this, right? 
How do you judge someone else that decides to use their energy to serve the creator? Right? A lot of people can't understand what you're building, but it's not for you to explain to them what you're building. Sometimes you just got to get busy and start building. Right? You, you ever heard the saying, if you build it, they will come? Most people that you, you, you want to support you, and a lot of times we fall short because family's not supporting us, friends not supporting us, you know, our significant other, loved ones are not supporting what we're trying to build. And a lot of times you'll find that as soon as you build it, they're the first ones to come around to celebrate. But you like, man, they wasn't with me shooting in the gym. But, but, but it's not for them to feed or pat your ego on the back. It's really for you to convince you that you can build it and get the building, right? Because you're going to waste all your time when you could be actually building, trying to convince others of something you intend to build. The belief has to be of your highest intention. The belief starts with you. We all want others to believe in us. That's secondary. The universe is asking, how much do you believe it? Because if you believe it to such a high degree, you create a vibrational field around you where others are gravitated towards believing what you're trying to build. So in the end, they're going to always believe it. Some of them have to see it. But the thing about this, you got to walk with, you got to walk without, you got to walk with faith and without sight. So which means everything that's in the physical starts on the subconscious realm. So you have to be of a certain vibration that it's already here and it's going to always meet you here. And that's the powerful thing that we have to maintain to understand that first you build it in God's mind. First you build it in God's mind. Then you find a physical site for that manifestation that you wanted to build in this 3D reality. But, but first, you, you got to go scouting for the land in God's mind. Because first, you got to see it in the mind of God. Because what's on God's mind is God's business. And we're talking about the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind is God's garden. Whatever you plant there will grow, positive or negative. Let's go to Luke. The book of Luke, you know what I'm saying? Not not uh, two live crew Luke. <laughs> I'm saying the book of Luke. Let's go to Luke chapter 6, verse 42. Either, how canest thou say to thy brother, Brother, let me pull out the moot that is in thine eye, when thy thyself beholdest not the beam that is in thy own eye? Thou hypocrite, cast out first the beam of thine own eye and then shalt thou see clearly to pull out the moot that is in thy brother's eye now that goes back to what I was saying when you're creating you're not criticizing I said when you're creating you're not criticizing most of us use all our spiritual energy not to create but to criticize see we are the children of the most high so we're here to create as the creator we're not here to criticize. When you're criticizing, you're destroying. Now, you ever heard of something called constructive criticism? Now, key word, constructive. But break that down even further. Construct, construction. So you could help someone adjust what they're building and encourage them to continue to build. But then you could baseless criticize when that's just 
I'm going to tear someone down, but I don't have any information to give them to help them build it up right. So a lot of times, most of us criticize others just to tear down what they're building because we're not using the energy to build shit of our own magnitude. So you got to check your energy today. Check your ego today. Check the errors in your ego. Do you speak to give someone love to help them or encourage them on their way to continue to build the temple that they're building? Are you here to just criticize their temple because you don't even know what you want to build? You don't even have intentions to build anything here. You're just here to be a consumer. When by nature, we are producers. We're not useless eaters, as they deduced many of us to be. Tap back into your entrepreneurial spirit. Tap back into your creator-like code. It's all in your DNA. But but it's all about that. Before you, you know what I mean, talk about someone else's situation, look at yours. So it's all about creating and not criticizing. Creating and not criticizing. Let's go to the book of Peter. Book of Peter. First Peter chapter 4 verse 15. First Peter chapter 4 verse 15. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in another man's matter. That's powerful. So the creator's comparing a murderer, which would be like an ultimate sin. A thief, right? Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill. All of these are sins. Evildoer, right? Now, evil is just a variation of degrees, right? A busybody person is looking like they busy as shit they getting to it but you just really impressing the oppressed so now the creator's telling you that to kill is a sin right but to mind somebody else's business is just as bad as a sin to commit murder wow why, why haven't they told you that because a lot of us are minding other people's business and we can't seem to manifest anything in our lives because we're giving all our energy to someone else's creation. Henceforth, we don't believe that we can create ourselves. This is why many have no faith in God. Many of us don't have a relationship with the creator because you don't believe you're of the creator. And if you don't believe you're of the creator, you don't believe you have the creator's power to co-create. But all through the book, that's what the creator was trying to tell you. It wasn't say, follow me, I'm this miraculous being. Nope. God was saying, all this power shall be given unto you. But it starts with the belief that you're deserving of this great inheritance that all the books keep speaking about. Now, someone that wants to deny you of your inheritance, of course, they're going to encourage you not to have a relationship with the creator. Of course, they're going to tell you that all this in this physical is all there is to get. But this is how they lead you off your path. For what is it for a man to gain the world and lose his soul? And what would you trade for your soul? See, if you don't think the soul is real, you'll give that shit up for 30 pieces of silver. But the soul is more real than this false 3D reality. Everything starts from the soul and what the soul wants and what does the soul want to free itself 
from bondage. You only here for a limited time in this body. This is just your ego suit. This is just your ego suit that eventually on God's time, you're going to unzip out this suit and the soul is going to free itself to a higher vibration. And that's what this grand ascension is about. It's about you staying focused on what really matters in this life. Because this life doesn't end for you. It doesn't end for you when it ends in the physical. Because when you came here and you weren't physical, go back to the earlier builds in the Grand Ascension. Go back. These, these vibrations are all connected. But they're all here to wake you up at any point in time that you need to get back to the self. See, a lot of this stuff in this 3D uh, reality is here to distract you from your ultimate mission. And the ultimate mission is to wake up the soul. The soul, the soul is here trying to wake itself up. And, and, and that's the plight of man. Let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. Romans chapter 14, verse 12. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. So keep in mind. Why do they call the creator the all-knowing, the all-seeing, omnipresent, omnipotent? Because what's on your mind matters to God. Because God dwells in your mind, but you have free will. Because you could be of your devolved nature, and you could let the devil in your thoughts, idle mind. Or you could be focused with pure intention of every thought that you generate. Because you understand that thoughts create things. And you understand that you are here to co-create as the creator created all of creation and that's your power so we are here to give our account of ourselves to God so just keep in mind would you walk and, and live about your life would you be this character in your own movie if you knew God was sitting in the audience with his popcorn watching every scene now understand that the God inside of you is watching from that third eye. It's watching this 3D existence. And, and, and everything is based upon perception. So it's time that you're no longer a prisoner of other people's perception. See, when you're minding other people's business, you don't even know if they got on movie props. You don't even know the shit that they building is of a strong foundation. You don't even know if it's real. But you're chasing it because, man, look at the time they took to build that. Or rather, it's here in the physical, so you believe something more, right? If I told you what I'm going to do, and ah, uh, yeah, that's not like a cool idea. But if I showed you what I was going to do, you're kind of more behind me now, right? A lot of people want to support you when they see it. They only support you when they see it. But you got to support you because God sees it. That's why God gave you the divine spark. He gave you the thought, where did that thought come from? The kingdom of heaven, God's mind. So what's on God's mind is God's business. And what's on your mind is your business, God. Overstand, you are one and the same. Let's go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 6, verse 5. Galatians chapter 6, verse 5. For every man shall bear his own burden. For every man shall bear his own burden, right? Remember the, the creator says, those that, that want to give up their life and become God, pick up your cross and follow me. 
pick up your cross and follow me. Now, the cross is not the physical cross, like he carried a wood, a cross made of wood. He's talking about these burdens that the ego will carry, but the soul can lift the weight, right? Because it's not really a burden, but it's only a burden to the ego because you don't really know why you're carrying it. What did the creator say when, when, they, when they were putting them on the hill on Calvary? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Now, he's carrying his own cross on his way to meet his demise. We're talking esoteric. So don't, ah, did that story really happen? It's all spiritual. It's dealing with the inner. It's dealing with you. And we're all here to pick up those crosses. That cross we're talking about is the four elements. Earth, air, water, fire. And we're supposed to carry those elements that are found within us that created us to all four corners of the earth, north, south, east, west. Those cardinal points, that's what that cross represents to pick up that. So it's like you're going to stand in your truth and you're going to have to carry your truth to the end of this journey. But when you find out that your truth is what helps you create, you can't create based on a lie. That's not a strong foundation. And anything built on a lie is set to crumble. Look at all the civilizations. Look at all the, the empires that ruled the world. And they all toppled. Because the minute a lie attaches itself onto your foundation, your foundation will be weakened. So you have to be strong and steadfast in God's truth. And that truth is found in your heart. The truth isn't subjective. The truth isn't argumentative. The truth isn't what I said it is. The truth is what it is. Because when you set the truth there, it stands alone by itself. It don't need no backup. It don't need no confirmation. It don't need no hype man. It don't need no publicist. The truth is what it is. And the truth shall set you free. Set the soul free from physical bondage. Man, this book is powerful. I encourage anyone to just randomly open this book, but read it with a spiritual sight. Anytime you see someone's name written in that book, Cross out the name, put your name there, and the scripture's going to light up. It's going to read different. It's going to read different. Now, lastly, let's go with Romans. Romans chapter 14, verse 1 through 12. With that is weak, excuse me, him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not the doubtful. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye. But not the doubtful. So understand, right, that a lot of times the stuff that you want to manifest will never manifest just based on that seed of doubt that you planted. That seed of doubt that you planted will see that anything you're trying to create will never manifest for you. Never manifest for you in this physical. So you have to understand that first it starts with your faith. First, you got to see it in God's mind. And that's where you etch out your blueprints to bring something into this physical existence. You got to etch it out to bring something into this physical existence. This is powerful stuff, man. All praise be to the most high. So to understand this, you're here to mind your business, right? Mind your business. And we're talking about mining, like when you're coal mining to reap a diamond. When you mind your business, you can manifest the things that are on God's mind. And what's on God's mind is God's business. And also, mind your business, right? Like a mind that makes moves and don't speak. So sometimes you got to mind your business. You got to make moves and you can't tell nobody how you moving. You just got to make moves. 
So now, let's wrap this up. The 40-day grand ascension. Day 20. Mind your business. Let's do it in threes. You know how we do. We close it out with our daily affirmation. Our daily affirmation. We do it in threes. Let's send it up. Mind the business that pays the soul and not the ego. Mind the business that pays the soul and not the ego. I am a master builder. Each day I will focus on what I'm building and not what I'm not. I am that diamond in the rough that takes discipline, faith, love, courage, and wisdom to polish that coal to show my shining light within. I will no longer give attention to that which no longer serves a purpose on my path to raise up the soul. My business is God's business, and I will tend to it well. What the Creator has planned for me can never be denied of me. As I explore this mind of mine, I shall find that diamond by mining what's mine. Mine the business that pays the soul and not the ego. I am a master builder. Each day I will focus on what I'm building and not what I'm not. I am the diamond in the rough that takes discipline, faith, love, courage, and wisdom to polish the coal to show my shining light within. I will no longer give attention to that which no longer serves a purpose on my path to raise the soul. My business is God's business, and I will tend to it well. What the Creator has planned for me can never be denied of me. As I explore the mind of mine, I shall find that diamond by mining what's mine. Last time, mine that business that pays the soul and not the ego. I am a master builder. Each day I will focus on what I am building and not what I am not. I am that diamond in the rough that takes discipline, faith, love, courage, and wisdom to polish that coal to show my shining light within. I will no longer give attention to that which no longer serves a purpose on my path to raise up the soul. My business is God's business and I will tend to it well. What the creator has planned for me can never be denied of me. As I explore this mind of mine, I shall find that diamond by mining what's mine. Peace, love, and more light. Salute to all those on the check-in. Until next time, I am your host, J.F. Bay. This is the Third Eye High podcast. We deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. Give thanks for everyone tuning in. Thank you for your donation, right? I did my sweat. I spent my sweat equity by sharing my light, by sharing my energy. And you did the same by paying attention. That's an equal exchange of currency. So I'm compensating. Another form of donation. You can share the bill. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can talk about the spiritual downloads you just received. Also, if you want to send a monetary donation, you can hit my cash app. Dollar sign, far outflow. F-A-R-O-U-T-F-L-O-W. But as I said... You spent your most valuable currency and paid attention. So for that, I give thanks. Until next time, peace, love, and more light. And always remember to keep your third eye high.